0: This is the Bone Collector, Dominic Greeney. You're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Don't turn that dial or I'll choke you out.
1: And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers where everybody knows your name, even if you're sitting in New Jersey. This is Wrestling Cheers. we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast our independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review episode for last week's WrestleRager 4, quote the Raven, nevermore. I am your host. I am Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Training Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a review for WrestleRager 4. And yes, uh, this episode is probably going to be sounding a little bit different because I think I mentioned it on the last episode that I had a a job change and I'm not home anymore. I don't remember if I talked about this on the show or just off the air with the people who were on. So I am actually sitting in the middle of New Jersey doing this episode and um, hopefully we get things back to what way it used to be, but got to buy us some uh, newer equipment for me to take on the road. So this is how you're getting the episode this week. So like I said, I'm Justin Summers and I am joined by stacy
2: hey man how's it going
1: you're you're becoming mr dependable
2: yeah i'm, I'm here again man the streaks can the streaks continuing it's uh it's an ongoing thing but happy to help out man hey we we were told we're uh we're part of the a team me you and caden yeah how about that I
1: took
0: that as i
2: appreciate
1: a, it likewise i took that as a, as a compliment well we don't have caden here today but we do have charlie butters
0: what's up what's up
1: Still good. You're still good. Uh, I think I think you're still good. uh, Like A plus material for at least the three of us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just you know parrot what Stacy says and it works out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or I I ask Kim what he thinks. He takes everything that you're gonna say and then you just go, yep,
0: that. (laughs) Well, you know, he, he encompasses everything. Like he gets it all out there. Like there's not much. I mean, he really gets to the heart of the matter. I encompass everything is that a, a bad joke charlie come on now. <laughs> no sir i don't i don't do the low-hanging fruit jokes there and and, and I, I have no room to talk either so yeah
2: i appreciate
0: it a, no one likes low hanging
1: this is this is a pretty heavy episode of guys <laughs> who are on it
2: was there was there some that be low-hanging
1: yeah. fruit yeah I mean, i'm just saying we're three fat guys so yeah. anyway we got wrestle rager four and who was this a show um, this is the way I finally figured out how to put it, and I, I, I put it out there on Twitter. Is Absolution is the yearly WrestleMania, like that's it's the show of the year, and it's the um, like a l- lot of pinnacle of, of storytelling in AIW. Like definitely, that's where the calendar year kind of ends and then begins at Absolution. Re- Russell Rager is ECW One Night Stand 2005 or 2006, whatever one you prefer. I prefer 2005, and It's just that party atmosphere. like There's not necessarily storylines going into it, but it's just flat-out fucking fun. And I don't think this night or this afternoon disappointed. What were your thoughts on it, Charlie?
0: Uh, It was my first WrestleRager. Um, I definitely see what the hype was about. It was a blast. Um, It was beautiful weather. It was great. I loved everything about it, and I can't wait to do it again next year. How about you, Steve? Daisy. oh man, you know how I feel about wrestle Rager. <laughs> well, I gotta it's, give you the opportunity the, to repeat
2: it. <laughs> it's the it's the best day of the year, man. Russell Rager is is a gift. And there's definitely an ECW vibe to it, um, to the point where every year there's been an ECW roster member or two uh, yeah. on the show. So, I, dude, Russell Rager is the best. What other wrestling show can you go to? and buy full bottles of <laughs> mad dog 2020 and just walk around drinking them uh it's it's just the best
1: there was a lot of fun things with this show and the weather you being one of those it wasn't too hot um i, I don't want to say that it was cold like we were waiting in line like in the shade like yeah it was pretty cool it was a little chilly but you got out back and that's when the fucking party started and it it was a mess. I, 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 I do fucking love it. And yeah, it like the, the ECW connection wasn't on purpose with like a lot of the ECW one that are here every single year. But yeah, that is a very, very good point.
2: I, I see that you're continuing with the old man weather report this week too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's an outdoor show, but it used to be a thing we used to do, but I was just kind of, uh, Charlie kind of mentioned the weather, and I just kind of elaborated on it. Out front, it felt a little—I don't want to say cold, but you know—we were in the shade. But we got out back. If it, it, it still felt good, it's a good day. Warm out today. <laughs> Warm yesterday. Warm today. Uh, anyway, let's get into this card. And we started things off with Doctor Daniel C. Rockingham versus C. I absolutely love the addition of CPA in AIW and uh, the match here with Dr. Dan was a great, great start for the show. Uh, What were your thoughts on it, Charlie?
0: Uh, Never bet against Dr. Dan, at least nothing this year, because he's been on fire. Like every, he hasn't really lost much this since I've been going. Um, The match itself was a fun start. Um, we got to see a little bit of hardcore t- kind of ease into it. It was just nice. What were your thoughts
1: on Stacy?
2: Man, it's 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 good to see CPA becoming a regular around AIW. I like CPA. It was nice of him to wear his sweater to the show. Um, it was I thought maybe a little warm out for a sweater, but he we wore one nonetheless. Uh, him and Dan had a good a good match. It was, it was fun, man.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we say much else about it besides, uh, Doctor Dan won via positive affirmation.
2: Oh, you know what? The one thing I, I did notice out of it is it was warm enough out that the the paper cut spot didn't didn't look like it might have cut. That, <laughs> that looked like some yeah, soggy yeah. paper.
1: Yeah, I think like most of those spots kind of look like that because they get pulled out. Like I even think the one with Joey Ryan was was a little bit uh damp.
2: Yeah. Huh.
1: Next up, we had, which I figured we were going to get this. Uh, we're, we got a kind of a student match. We had TKD versus Chuck Stone versus Arthur McArthur versus, this is the one I didn't see coming, Bobby fucking Beverly. And we have to talk about Chuck Stone coming out with basically a whopper in the middle of a ball of barbed wire. Which was fucking great.
2: Yeah, that might be the best uh, wrestling, a hardcore wrestling weapon I've ever seen. Is a, a hamburger. If your gimmick is the you you know like you're a big hamburger guy, and you come to the ring with a barbed wire hamburger, man, you've won points with me. That was good. Yeah. That barbed wire hamburger
0: fucking popped me. That was good. What did you think about it,
1: Charlie?
0: Uh, you know I'm a big Bobby Beverly fan. It was uh good stuff. I. I was uh, surprised at the winner, and I was really happy uh, that that Chuck won. And uh, it was it's a good match. I really enjoyed it. it uh, I I brought some new people to the show that had never been to AIW before, so it was fun watching their reaction to everything. And uh, this was just kind of like easing them in. Still, we're still easing into the to the good stuff. But it's it was really good on its own. Oh yeah, man, Bev's the best. The thing
2: that I'm happy about. Is that he ate that goddamn hamburger after he won the match? (laughs) I don't know how awful that hamburger had to taste, how old it had to be to have been barbed wire wrapped and like put in the thing, and then it sat there through like the whole match. It couldn't have tasted good, but yeah, like you you can't use that thing and then not eat it at the end after you win.
1: Yeah, that was that was fucking great. And the cool thing too with with you Butters is anybody who like brings like new aiw, AIW fans i think is, is is such a fun cool thing to see there's been times here on this show and we were in the highway report that I, I we did giveaways for tickets and my whole point was i don't want just a regular person to win this i want either someone who's never been to aiw or if a regular fan wins give them to somebody who's never been so you could say i got your ticket you're coming with me and you're going to enjoy this fucking show and that I- i don't know if we've made new fans that way but i think that that's always like something really really cool to see
0: yeah they uh they're they were big nick gage fans so like i was really worried he wasn't going to be on the show because of the gcw tour but then i'm like well wait he can't really leave so i guess he'll be there and then uh yeah
2: what why, why couldn't
0: he leave <laughs> <laughs> uh i i believe his uh his status for former crimes prevents him from leaving. Does it not?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be the one. <laughs>
0: yeah. We could just say that Which he loves AIW so much that he just had to be there. He just skipped, you know, even though he's GCW's world champ.
2: <laughs> yeah, he said, fuck Japan, I'm going to Cleveland. <laughs> <All>
0: right. right.
2: <laughs> I'm going to
1: Cleveland and to have a tag team match with Filthy Tom Lawler and beat up two fucking punk kids
2: we're allowed to talk about that match now good
1: because <laughs> oh see we're, we're doing a lot of continuations from last week i see all right man well in the in the normal way of doing things we haven't got to that match yet because it is the fucking main event of the night
2: yeah it is the main event of the night not even a secret
1: <laughs> <laughs> though the match that was a secret was. This particular match that we were talking about in Chuck Stone won via airway air raid crash on that barbed wired burger.
2: That barbed wire burger was genius. Whoever thought of barbed wire burger, genius.
1: <laughs> and well talking also with uh not exactly knowing what was gonna go on, the next match was the production Eddie Only and Derek Direction versus Faye Jackson, and we were supposed to get super Oprah. And, and when some things started getting talked about, and then we heard the Stone Cold music, I, I thought we were getting, um, oh, fuck, now I'm forgetting his fucking name. Shell, yeah, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Now I'm fucking blanking on He,
0: he, he is has a an red... old timer, man. He's got the, the weather report. Can't remember shit.
2: Goddamn, Grandpa, you don't even smoke weed. What's your excuse? I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who you're talking about, so I can't yeah. help you out. But um, TNA Shark Shark,
0: shark boy. boy, here we go. Oh, Thank Shark you. Boy! You. Yeah,
2: yeah, I thought we were getting Shark Boy for a second,
1: and then Al comes out. So Stone Cold Alley
0: yeah. Cat. <laughs>
1: fucking yeah! Yeah, Stone Cold motherfucking Alley Cat came out with White Claws, Stone Cold's music. Oh,
2: it's fucking great. Man, I don't know what happened. All I know is there was a free Super Opera chant. I hope that shit has all worked out. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know any of that backstory, and I'm not going to even attempt to elaborate on it. But well, yeah, we got Stone Cold Alley Cat. Uh, so, like, the beer bash from Stone Cold, you know, that's some, some beer landing on you. That's, you know, whatever. It's wet. Uh, the White Claw beer bash is very sticky. It's very Cause That was right in front of you yeah the yeah like right on me very very sticky a white claw is um but it was cool it was, it was fucking it was really funny but yeah now, uh, white claw's sticky better for drinking than wearing
0: alley cat made you sticky got it
2: oh come on man <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what though she did spit directly on someone next to me <laughs> oh geez like at that, how did that's, that go over? <laughs> oh man, I don't think well. Uh, I don't know for sure. <laughs> they, they didn't seem pleased. A little bit of it got on me, like just a little bit on my hand, but like mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole, the whole motherfucker went <laughs> right in somebody's face. Uh, so you know, but that was a spot that happened in this match. Mm-hmm. There were lots of let's get weird spots in this match, there, a lot of crazy
1: fucking <laughs> spots. I think if if there were to be like a match that i think people need to go back and watch this is top three for me not not exactly one i don't even know if i want to put it two but i'm going to get, get say at least top three match to go back and check out a lot of crazy shit that went on between alley cat fay Jackson. um we're talking eddie only <laughs> spitting into alley cat's mouth uh charlie what were your thoughts
0: on that <laughs> it awakened something in me <laughs> <laughs> i jokingly set that out there on twitter and uh eddie only said you're welcome so thanks for that man i appreciate it
2: yeah that was the other half of the spot where somebody got spit on right next oh, to oh my and i mean kudos that's a long ass spit like good for her i mean she launched that shit a mile but <laughs> <laughs> and um... like also this match was essentially if you think about it at this point the production versus the entire aiw women's division
1: <laughs> yes, sad but true. Ugh, sad but fucking true. So that means uh, Eddie only and Derek Direction are future Aiw Women's Champion. Uh, uh, they just have to go down to Florida and be Shana.
2: I'm telling you, man, that that belt is retired. It's it's with her now. That's
1: yeah. I'm, I'm not like Caden and, and actually wants it back, but yeah, it's I think the way he's going right now it's like it wouldn't make sense because it would have to be like alley cat versus freaking um faye jackson every other month because that's like like you said like that's pretty much it
2: well i, I mean man so it's are there are there other like is, there's a world of talented women out there on the indie scene still it's not like everybody's all signed up yet however <laughs> Uh, and, I mean, there are occasional other people who come in. You've got uh, Allison Kay occasionally and Zoe Sky, and a few other people that, you know, work a match here or there. Uh, but I, I just think there's other places doing women's wrestling a lot more prominently. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, this, I got, I got no say in nothing. I got no skin in the game. But I just think it would be amazing, very much. Like the uh, the championship and old that Matt Cross has held for however long
1: over two thousand days it was at the extravaganza. I forget the exact number, but it was two thousand something.
2: But I would just love for after however long Shayna, and I hope it's an incredibly long time, and she makes an exorbitant amount of money. But however long Shayna is with the WWE. Whenever that comes to an end, I would just like to see her come back and be like, "Yeah, I'm still champ and I've been champ for this fucking long uh like it you know like it never ended. I think that the payoff of that, however many years down the road is worth just not having a women's no or at least a champion
1: yeah any any thoughts on this match, Charlie?
0: uh I love this match. uh I don't think I was actually telling you on Sunday that this was probably uh my favorite match of the show. Well, at least one of the top three um yeah it was it was uh, it was really good um my my friends really enjoyed it uh they were amazed they really fell in love with alley cat so i mean that's you know a universal thing anymore you see her once you fall in love with her so uh yeah it was good stuff from the sounds of things on twitter somebody fell a
2: little too in love and people need to stop being creeps yeah yeah that's really messed up
1: yeah um Basically, for those who don't know, someone got a hold of fucking Allie's number and uh text her. And I think what's even more fucked up is there was some dude that was like, oh, you only have this many followers. You should calm down. I'm thinking, I, I don't even care if you have one follower on Twitter. Like, if you- you're a human fucking being, nobody wants a random text message from someone they don't fucking know.
2: Yeah, man, I get mad enough when it's like, the random text message from my old union or or like, (laughs) Hey, will you donate this money to Bernie Sanders? (laughs) Like, and those aren't even like real people. That's just a bot. And I get mad about those. So I can't imagine the creep factor of like someone you don't know, having your phone number and then deciding to text you on it. But just don't wrestling fans. You make us all look bad when you do that. Stop. Stop being creepy. Go and buy some, go and buy some used gear, like a normal creep or wait in an airport. (laughs) Don't fucking text people. I think the other bad thing, because we've heard
1: about this before. I remember when Veda was talking about like there's been many times people like get her parents' address, not even just hers, like they get her parents' address in Zen shit. It's like that's stalking. I yeah, that is... I don't, I don't understand this level of being a fan. Like that's, that's not that's, being
2: that's, a fan. But, that is stalking.
1: Well, the the fact that the Fans would go that far to start stalking. Like what? Like I don't know what possesses anybody to go that far.
2: Mental, unchecked mental illness. Stalking. Bingo. If you're uh, if you're looking up someone's parents' address so that you could somehow get in, in contact with them, which is totally separate from what what this is. But yeah. if I'll you're still doing f- that, fucked up. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying that's a whole different level of fucked up. That is that is a a true. You've got issues, but that's. A discussion for another day like stocking airport stocking home stocking all that shit's fucked up shouldn't happen let's, but this uh, match was on. really fucking fun let's move
1: on to the next match uh parker pierce versus big Twan tucker
2: and uh yeah yeah what yeah happen. yeah yeah yeah
1: did you see big tuan <laughs> i mean i see here's the thing I mean if straight up big Twan Tucker and Parker Pierce no other uh outside interferences no nothing just those two yeah I'm picking big Tuan every time but like I said dr Dan and who played a factor in this match he didn't put his hands on uh on big Twan or anything but he caused the distraction and, and yeah uh Parker Pierce won. to get to the the quick end of that but i was right
0: <laughs> there was some fuckery
1: oh there yeah, was some yeah. fuckery and i knew there was going to be some fuckery
0: yeah but, i could feel it going in because you figure yeah, everybody basically <laughs> you basically gotta figure you know he's not gonna beat tuan so he beats tuan it, it, i gotcha it's it makes sense i guess
1: though yeah i was i was kind of worried going in when dr dan won his match
2: that your prediction wouldn't come true. Yeah. Lucky you. Um <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, it seems like Tuan might need somebody in his corner going forward. Well,
1: uh it was announced big one said that at Bobblehead Night, we will see Dr. Dan and Parker Pierce versus Tuan and lo Brown.
2: Yeah, that's what I was getting at. And that's well, I segwayed to it. So, how good now of a tag that... team is that? How good of a tag team is Big Twan and Delo? Damn, oh, that's good. That's gonna be fucking awesome. Also, Big Twan has NX Twan shirts that are awesome, and everybody should go buy one off of. It, Cause
1: I, I, w- I wanted to, but I'm a three X, and he only ordered it up to two, and I was like, damn it. But I did, which I'll throw out uh, his plug here. Is obviously. You know, we have the Wrestling Cheers, What a Maneuver uh, page. So does Big Twan Tucker. He has a Stay Woke Big Twan Tucker shirt, and uh, you, you can pick yours up there. I picked up mine, so uh, definitely you should buy one, too. Yeah. If you want to buy the, the, the NX Twan shirt.
2: And and if you aren't as as hefty as the folks doing this podcast, <laughs> uh, you should purchase one of his fine NX Twan shirts from him the next time you're at an AIW show or anywhere else that Twan's wrestling. Hell yeah uh next up
1: we had the duke and the coin boys versus the weird world and raven uh what thoughts do you guys have on this match star with stacy uh
2: man uh boy don't like the duke (laughs) don't don't like the duke at all that's thoughts that's a thought um I thought Raven in the weird world was a great teaming. Uh, I also really, really, man, like if you watched Raven's reactions to things that were happening in the ring when he wasn't in the ring, when he was just standing on the ring apron, man, that was a show all to itself. Uh, It was amazing. Like the reactions he had to watching uh, weird body wrestle people. So good. So, so good.
0: Yeah, his live commentary was really fun uh, while he was wrestling. <laughs> also was, good. That was different. Um, yeah, Duke uh, decided to take a shot at me. I was wearing a nice Aaron Epic shirt that said Death Proof, and he decided to point out that uh, I was 10 seconds from a coronary. So, yeah, that happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an interesting one. I didn't even hear half the shit he said because everybody fucking yelling at him. I think that's the only one I caught because you were right by me
0: (laughs) I knew it was coming too as soon as he read my shirt
2: I'm like ah fuck here we go I'm still confused as to whether people were telling uh, Mikey that he had a baby dick or if they were telling Duke that he had a baby dick and Mikey was getting offended by it on on accident Uh, I, I don't know somebody had a baby dick and the crowd was very very intent on letting them know about their baby dick
1: I I even yelled a couple times. I'm like, which one? Because it just I mean, was it was it Eric Taylor too? Was it was it Mikey? Was it the Duke? I'd figure it was the Duke. Mikey's the smallest one, so I could understand where everybody was thinking that. But I mean, I, who, yeah, that was it. Was very confusing.
2: And I'll tell you what. While you did, while you gave your weather report earlier, and it was fairly accurate, <laughs> it <laughs> it was a little warm out, and. The, the spray bottles actually were not, they didn't work the way those boys would usually use them inside. And, you know, like, oh, you got sprayed with water. That's annoying. It was actually kind of refreshing.
1: <laughs> uh, I think, I swear they had something in it. Something besides water. Uh, my girlfriend was with me at this show and she kept saying, look, there's glitter in it. And I'm like, no, but it was kind of bubbly. So I'm like, did they put a little bit of soap in there? i don't know and was that that the whole thing not only do you need water but we need to put soap on you. And it because it also had a, a scent to it like
2: it wasn't just
0: yeah water. I, I could smell man it like you sent to it but you analyzed that
2: shit way more than i did i just got <laughs> by it a little bit and was like oh that's kind of nice you're over there with like a fucking toxicology kit like well i
0: see a <laughs> the, fucking csi provide... spray bottle you got me pretty good, so I had to clean my glasses off and stuff, but yeah, there was a definite yeah. like, there was a scent to it, so I was like, as long as there's not, like, anything gross in it, I'm good.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we provide in-depth analysis on this show, Stacy. but yeah. you also forgot that the Bitcoin boys were drinking bang.
2: Oh, yeah, well, of course they were. <laughs> that line That lines up with the politics they've aligned themselves with, so yeah. Do you think after the show they went to Chick-fil-A? Uh, it was Saturday, so they could have. Uh, yeah, they 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 could have. I don't know. I I saw him around for a while, so I don't I don't know what time Chick Fil A closes in preparation for the Lord's Day, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't anyway. Much, so
1: <laughs> I've I, I I've had this conversation recently. I've never fucking had it, and it doesn't necessarily have to go with their religious views. It goes more or less. They've never had anything that I've gone. Ooh, that's really good it's just like oh i can get that anywhere else okay cool whatever
2: oh man i'll tell you what they do they do have stuff that's really good their sweet tea is fantastic and they have uh grilled chicken nuggets that are just like uh chunks of grilled chicken that are really good uh but i don't i don't eat (laughs) that you know i mean i mean i I didn't say i've never ate there i said i don't eat there that's a distinct (laughs) difference (laughs) anyway
1: uh, any other thoughts on this fucking match? Um, the Weird World was fucking great. Uh, Raven's commentary, like we mentioned, was great, too. Uh, I had frickin' Bitcoin Boy's ass in my face because I was at, at the particular corner that they were at. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got.
2: It was another great year of Duke having the match with the ECW legend and uh, things not going his way
0: <laughs> i think uh with raven being there i think he's just having a ball it seemed like he was having a real good time doing everything because like i i saw like a uh, thing he jumped on their podcast he like did uh, an extra meet and greet that like originally they weren't going to do an intermission then he did a q a so like he must have been having a good time to to stay and do all that extra stuff so
2: stay yeah. easy did you did you do the q a are we around for the q a I was I was in there for it I, I didn't participate I was uh but I was in the room uh people asked some good questions there were a lot of punishers in that fucking room <laughs> um but some people asked some good questions uh young ed had a moment with raven and uh yeah it was uh it was it was good I mean it was aside from you know you know wrestling fans man come on you can't trust a room full of wrestling fans to not be miserable but there were there were a few people who had like genuinely good questions and then a bunch of the the good thing was raven treated all the fucking dumb questions like you should treat someone with a dumb question so ah good good good. and him and steve guy both looked like they were having fun doing it
1: like i know i didn't stay for that and charlie i don't i didn't think you, you did i mean you were kind of out with me for a little while but then like i don't even think you did that
0: yeah, we talked with uh, Mance for, well, you were talking with Mance, and I kind of just stood there and listened. And then uh, we we noticed Nick Gage, and uh, my friends and I went and tracked him down. So
1: It was at this point of the show we had intermission. I would go to intermission right now for us in a commercial break, but fuck that shit. Uh, we're just going to continue on. Anyway, uh, coming back from intermission, we had PME versus Butcher and the Blade for the AIW tag team Championship. i fucking i i'm not, I'm not a as I Lay dying fan but i like love these two as a team and i wish i could see them more and what it's been two years since andy williams has been in AIW.
2: yeah and it's been never since he's been in as i lay dying
1: or what is it
2: every time I, it, I die he's, he's in every time i die
1: guess what i don't listen to either of those fucking bands so they <laughs> they uh all the fucking same
2: to me <laughs> wrong 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 sentence fragment band sorry yeah <laughs> but nah man it was cool to see Andy williams on this uh rager happened to take place on a a very important day this year i actually a year earlier had watched butcher and the blade wrestle in pittsburgh at the inaugural Blackcraft show <laughs> so uh two years in a row on the same day i watched butcher and the blade wrestle which was kind of cool But yeah, Andy Williams was uh, there two years ago with Dom. uh, That was supposed to be the uh, brawl for all with Dom that turned into the match. Uh, But yeah, it was cool to see uh, him and Pepper Parks come in and do Butcher and the Blade. It was a good match, man. Man, Philly and Marino can have a good match with anybody. Uh, Not -hmm. not saying that those guys aren't good. I mean, obviously, uh, Butcher and the Blade are great wrestlers, but just... You know, people they've never worked with before. There's no history. Uh, Just came in and had just a fucking really good match with those guys.
1: This was something that was brought up to me, and this will kind of it'll help transition when we get to the next match. But uh, Mance Warner, like he made his debut in A I W at Absolution, but he like his first time that he was actually kind of announced because he's just a lumberjack in that one. uh, He was a judge for what was supposed to be Dominic Greeny versus Andy Williams. And then it was later after that, that he officially had his in-ring debut. And that's like to, Mance with that, that particular match at Rager kind of calls me back to Andy Williams at that show. And like, I don't know why we haven't got them in AIW until now. Why is it, like the only time we're getting Andy Williams is at Russell Rager, but I would, I would love to see them at a regular show. Like I've only you got to see Pepper Parks once outside of this. And that was House to Hardcore. And I I'd, I'd, I'd love to see him again.
2: Yeah, man. I I have i uh, I've seen him a few times. I've seen them tag like just in the last year this was the third time I think that I saw him. because uh, they were in Jersey on that Black Craft show. Um that Black Craft show. That that might be the Black Craft show. Um but yeah, man. They they're, they're a really good tag team. I think the thing that probably comes in with us not seeing them so often is, you know, Andy Andy Williams band. Every time I die, uh, tours quite a bit. Um, so I think you know his availability for wrestling is probably not as as wide open as it would need to be to be able to to you know to book him in regularly.
1: Look, at least I'm not stucking the dude and <laughs> acting like I'm acting like I'm a fan
2: of the, of the band. Okay. Oh hey man, yeah no I'm not. I'm just you know.
0: <laughs> so when we did our review of uh the Chandler Biggins uh Memorial Tag Team Tournament, it might have been the preview or the review, I can't remember. I think I did both, but uh we talked about teams we wish would have been in the tournament and they were actually one of my picks. So I was super excited that they uh they got announced for this show and I finally got to see them live. So that was uh, the match was excellent, and it was everything I wanted. And it was probably... It's, it was in my uh, my top three of the of the show. So I had two tag matches in there.
1: And this was one of the matches we didn't preview. When um, we did the the recording for the preview, we were given a list of matches. Only three matches were officially announced, and there were two matches that were considered up in the air, and they didn't know exactly what they were going to do. And that was with the this match with the pme it might have been either, i was told it was either going to be a celebration or a match no opponent's name and something was going to happen with the production just opponent's weren't exactly figured out yet so that's why on the preview we didn't talk about those matches but i know as soon as this match was announced that's when i officially made sure i bought my ticket and yeah well we failed to mention too it was sold out and i watched one dude and there was, there was probably definitely more who was used to the way things run in AIW, he went up to go buy a ticket and they were like, no, we're sold out. And he was shocked. Like, and he didn't, you could tell he didn't know what to do. And I'm like, dude sucks to be that dude,
2: man. It's too bad. He didn't know the folks that live next door. He could have sat on the roof <laughs> or, or in a window. If the dude was slick, he could have just went over with the dumpster kids and been over there. Or there was some motherfuckers on a shed across the way. There were places he could have went next door to the neighbor's porch, made friends with them, uh, but it was certainly sold out. Yeah, there was no... You know, if you didn't have a ticket, you weren't getting in. I'll say this, though. It didn't feel as packed this year as it did last year. I think part of it's because the barricades were a little bit closer to the ring.
1: Barricades were closer, and with that fence being down, and then be able to put uh, the merch, the tables merch. A, Yeah, a little bit further, which... Uh, we got to talk about Smoking Jake Barbecue too.
2: Fuck uh, yeah, we we, do.
1: We, pro- <laughs> we we promoted them last week. They are now officially going to be at the end of every single show when I throw out all the plugs for all of our friends. Uh, it was a five dollar combo to get pulled pork, and you put on your own barbecue sauce. Uh, I mean, it was provided. One was sweet, and the other one was spicy, so you could figure out which which one you want, or throw a little bit of both on. And we have the the smoked macaroni and cheese five dollar combo like i said for both and yeah that shit was bomb as fuck i made sure i was hungry going into it and i it was was absolutely worth it
2: yeah from what i understand he sold out of food too
1: yeah so huge congratulations to uh for brock on that endeavor and he's going to be at the next uxwa show and
2: september 21st yeah
1: and yeah, I think he'll be able to have more going forward UXWA, and then maybe he's working on something with AIW. We'll figure out as stuff goes on. But yeah, that's uh, aw- awesome for him. Uh, did you have any, Charlie?
0: I did. It was fucking delicious. Um, I can't say enough about it. I-, I really hope he is there. I mean, I love Angelo's pizza, but damn, that stuff was good. It was, oh, the mac and cheese is probably the, some of the best mac and cheese I've ever had. And, the the pulled pork with the, I did the, uh, the sweet barbecue sauce on it and it was chef's kiss. It's good stuff. How about you, Stacey?
2: Um, I was on a liquid diet only, oh, uh, that okay. day, only, <laughs> uh, only, uh, only, only fluids the doctor said. So, um, no, nah, I just can't, if it's going to be like an all day fucking drinking binge, I can't fuck with food. And and mix things up. I had like a little bite. Pam got a combo, and I I had a little bite of the mac and cheese because it's so fucking good. But if I had if I had put real food on my stomach, it would have been a goddamn nightmare. Um, UXWA, I'll eat for sure because it's not you know drinking all day. But
1: yeah. Uh, speaking of that too, it, it was announced at this show that they sold out of White Claw, and this, I I get often told like. You never drink it at shows. I actually did drink a White Claw at this show. That's, that's all I drank. But they had Black Cherry and everybody raved about Black Cherry. And I was like, all right, they have it. I'll go buy it. So, yeah, it, it, my review is that it is pretty good. But that might be the end of my White Claw experience.
0: <laughs> I had one of their uh, $5 pile driver drinks that they had there that was supposed to be like vodka, lemonade, and some stuff. It was really good. Was that the blue
2: gimmick? Yes. Pam had one of those. That was way too sugary for me. Um, but it tasted good. Uh, I had, I got a, now that's class, man. Holy shit. Well, they hook you up with some booze when you order some booze. Uh, I got a double whiskey on the rocks and I got a glass of whiskey, just a whole. So I started my day with a whole fucking glass of whiskey, which is fantastic. Uh, I got a whole bottle of mad dog. A whole bottle of mad dog is six fucking dollars. Six dollars. That is just the best fucking deal ever. And they sold out of bottles of mad dog, too. Um they sold out of a lot of things. It was there was a lot of a lot of a lot of alcohol abuse at this show, which is just the best. <laughs> But yeah, I can't. I can't say enough good things about a six dollar bottle of Mad Dog at a bar. <laughs> any bar that will sell me a full bottle of Mad Dog, and I, I remember in years past that they had like forties for sale too. I didn't see any this year, um, but that's my kind of bar, man. If you're gonna sell me a whole bottle of fucking grocery
0: store wine, I'm cool. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I had to drive, so I didn't get to enjoy some Mad Dog, but uh, maybe next year.
1: And it was PME that won via the Sunset Dreams, so they are still the AIW Tag Team Champions. And we're talking about all this alcohol. That's a perfect transition into our next match, Mance Warner versus Zach Thomas. This is where we, we, we started to crank up uh, the craziness. We started crazy, cranking up the deathmatch aspect to the show. And, uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on this, Stacy?
2: So this was the first match, like you said, where shit got violent, and my tip-off that it was coming was I noticed that the referee had on safety goggles and gloves, and I was like, oh, now's the time for me to pull my bandana out of my pocket and put it over my face <laughs> so that I don't eat light tube glass. Man, best decision I made was bringing that thing with me, because tubes popped like a foot in front of me, and I would've ate a fucking face full, and uh, yeah, no bandana best choice I made all day but yeah shit got violent real quick it was great I
1: completely forgot about what you had said and I just went dressed my own crazy way I did a whole kind of like macho man inspired stuff some of which that I'll be wearing as like a brown super fan and when I looked over and saw you with that bandana on I was like oh my god I got a bandana on my my hat oh my god I rip that motherfucker off put it around my mouth and I'm like oh saved by the bell but uh so uh it was good to have that uh, extra layer of protection there fucking uh yeah this is where shit got crazy the one the thing that stands out to me is the bat filled or not not filled but uh with bottle caps all the way around it all those marks on his yeah i was about to say Mance used it on, on zach and there's a I know there's pictures out there of, and I noticed it during the match, like, you can see where those bottle caps were when it hit his body. It's
0: fucking nuts. Yeah, it looked like he got attacked by an octopus. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, and you know, he uh, he caught the fucking business end of that staple gun
0: too. <laughs> he got $3 richer in that match.
2: Fuck yeah.
1: $1 of, $1 of which was provided by me. <laughs>
0: I was too slow. I was trying to get mine out of my wallet, and by that time they were kind of done with it. So,
1: it's kind of wishing we still had the Duke money to put on there. <laughs>
2: nah, that was a that was a one time thing. Well, no, I'm saying like if like we would have like some of us would have
1: still had it type thing.
2: Right. Because then
1: it wouldn't have. He wouldn't have got actual money. It would have been
2: Duke money. But ah, uh, hey man, if he's gonna take a staple gun to the tongue, he can he can get a dollar for it. That's cool.
1: Uh, that man, of, but doesn't matter. Man... What else do have thoughts on this match?
2: This match set the tone for the two matches to come, uh, yes. and it it delivered uh, exactly how I thought it was going to. It was really fucking violent. Both of these dudes went uh, fucking hundred and ten percent, and boy, like this. If the next match hadn't been as fucking wild as it was, this would have been my match of the night but the next one got real fucking wild
0: any thoughts on it uh, Charlie? yeah uh, Mance is just my favorite to to watch right now um, going into this I was like oh this is going to be you know like one sided <laughs> probably like it was with uh, at Absolution but I'll tell you what uh, they, they both gave it to each other pretty well Man, Mance had a nice uh, red tint to him and uh, it was good stuff it was real good stuff
1: and it was Mance that won via
2: Lariat. Man, you know what? Well, I just remembered something as he mentioned the color. There was a point where I looked up at the ring, and Mance Warner was like kind of on his hands and knees, and he pulled his head up a little bit, and blood just poured out of his forehead in like a stream. It was one of the greatest things I saw all day. Poured like a fucking faucet. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> Next up, we had the semi-main event of the night. And there's a little else something of this match that we did not know going into. So, yes, by the time you heard last week's episode, we or I sounded a little dumb. Uh, Wheeler Yuta versus Dominic Greeney versus Matthew Justice for the AIW Intense Championship. And Matt Justice did, in fact, have Bill Alfonso with him. It was it was announced that he was going to be there, too, but. Unfortunately, we did not have that information last week. So the whole conversation of like, oh, do you think Bill Alfonso is going to be there? Yeah, like we, we now know, then knew when by the time it came out, he was going to be
2: there. Man, Fonzie looks like he's having so much fun at AIW. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I hope he's, I hope he's permanent. I, I said it before. That's, that is Matt's manager. It just fucking makes sense. It's so fucking good. I, uh, that, uh, I was so happy to hear like like you said we found out about a day after we recorded uh that that he was a, he was gonna be there and boy, just the fucking best
0: that wasn't even the craziest part uh what about justice's entrance
1: uh yes i I forgot about that it was uh a p- police escort to the ring, which was fucking nice though someone around me was like, well does that make him a cop caller?
2: No, I think it. I think it meant that, like, it, they, they wanted to make sure that he was able to get to the ring. I don't know. He he certainly is not a cop collar. Yeah. Get that kind of fuck talk out of your mouth, Summers. Call him i just as a cop no, caller.
1: No, no, I didn't say that. I, I, said, I said
2: I said that somebody
1: around me said that.
2: We'll let him know Why
1: would I say he's a cop caller Repeating something?
2: Just I wouldn't even repeat it, man. But I'm going to let him know.
1: <laughs> we'll repeat something when it comes to the main event <laughs> uh, so uh, Willie Yuta, Dominic Greene Matt Justice um, I think much like Stacy, because I think it's kind of like what you were alluding to this was my match of the night the main event was good but there, there's been something with either Justice or Bishop and putting them together obviously it's, it's it goes crazy but one of them always have the ma- have the match of the night and I think Justice had the match for, uh, Russell rager. What, what were you guys thought on that? Let's start with Stacy.
2: I would have never <clears throat> in a hundred years have thought I would have seen Wheeler Yuta in a light tube spot. Uh, <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, there's so many good things that happened to this match. There's so much. I can't even like to unpack it all is just like, if there's a reason to watch this show outside of the other shit we've talked about, this match is really it, and I don't know how much of it was captured on camera because it really did go all over the place. Uh, but those guys wasted no time go in going immediately into the crowd. Uh, Dom went off the fucking bar balcony. Matt went off the fucking U-Haul truck. They were fighting all through the crowd. It was just, it was just the fucking best. It was everything that's great about Russell Rager. That match was it just encompassed everything that makes a great rager match. Uh, it was, it was violent. There was light tubes, there were fucking weapons and the uh, doors, and big, crazy spots. And it was just, everything was just great with that match.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed the match. Um, no, well, the parts of it I could see, like there was a big chunk of it that was in the crowd. So I couldn't see a lot of it. Uh, I did, I was able to see, you know, everybody, uh, you getting thrown off the balcony. Uh, Dom's spot off the balcony, and of course, Justice, being the madman that he is, doing a running dive off the top of a U-Haul. Um, yeah, that was insane. Um, what did Dom pile drive? Uh, I think it was Yuda onto over that way. They were up high. I don't know what it was. Do you? Did you guys see what it was? No. Mm, no, I saw
2: a spot at some point that had like a big road barrel or something. Okay, but that was kind of behind where you guys were standing.
0: Yeah, there was something over by the U-Haul that they used, and uh, there was there's a pile driver on it. Uh, yeah, starting out with light tubes right off the bat, um, and then even Fonzie getting in on it was was great. Uh, that was it was good stuff.
1: And it was um, as I pull back the fucking results. Yeah, it was uh, Matthew Justice retains. VI you had to elbow. look it up oh, you teachers? thought
2: somebody else won the belt come
1: on no, no, no. Summers.
2: <laughs> no no no
1: i had to read how i mean obviously i knew who won and uh <laughs> post-match a lot of uh celebration in the ring between the two
2: fuck yeah and matt got crowd surfed around after he won it's fantastic okay. here's the crazy thing about that
1: there was something like going into this show. I was like, "Dude, like Matt Justice could fucking crowd surf this show." And when it happened, like I thought it was actually it would actually win like around the ring, but it it went like, it just pretty much. I think stayed on one side of the ring. But when it happened, I was like, "Oh my god, I knew that was gonna fucking happen. That's awesome." Because I don't uh, think I don't think there's been crowd surfing at WrestleRanger.
2: Yeah, and you know when when I caught him, I tried like I held him for a second, trying to see if I there was anybody around me that I could like kind of surf him to then, like during his entrance and everybody like, as he jumped on me, like a fucking circle opened up around me and I was like, well, I'm just, I'm going to set him, I'm going to set him back down then. um, All right, then all you fucking people moved. Thanks. But he got to do it at the end. So that's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah like even like he was so dedicated to that running towards you like he made sure the bear could, which we were like we said we were really close to the ring he pushed it back more so he could get that running start. it was that was to me i was like all right he's dedicated to that shit that's fucking awesome
2: yeah i i shoot wasn't sure if he was gonna do it or not because he kind of came past me and uh, i was like oh maybe we're not oh nope no here it comes fuck I almost wasn't expecting it. I had to. Somebody gave me a heads up because I kind of looked away. So it was like a. I almost could have fucked that up that time, but didn't. Everything was good. I mean, no, I knew completely everything was fine. <laughs> Next up was the
1: main event of the evening: Wes Barley and Joshua Bishop versus Nick Fucking Gage and Filthy Tom Lawler. And it was at this point of the show. Or just it, in between the matches that the Barkley Nation infiltrated, and they finally—whether they were they were the ones we were waiting on for to get to the show or whatnot—because I'm even like looking at these pictures for the results, and I'm noticing at this point is when I can see Wes Barkley's brother front row. I don't know where he was throughout the rest of the show, but this is where he finally shows up.
2: And so you this, guys, go ahead. You guys might not have been able to hear it over where you were, but uh, definitely between the Mance and Zach match and the the one we just talked about, there had been the We Want West chance uh, that had started already then. Um, and then they, uh, after that match, obviously uh, they intensified because oh fuck, well it's the only thing left. Although those fucking people don't care, Wes is out there, and they still chant "We want Wes." It's like you fucking, you fucking have Wes. How much more Wes do you want? Like, what does the boy have to do for you, Jesus Christ? Uh, but yeah, those they were definitely there. There was a, a contingent of Berkeley Nation, certainly not as uh, prominent as it used to be, uh, but it was it was there. It, it was at
1: this point of the show that uh, I was chanting we want west in the form of uh, or in the style i should say of pantera walk okay <laughs> i don't know I, i've it was funny for the time it fit the song but then let's let's get into this match because Barkley nation yeah they uh uh play a factor towards the end and the, one of the craziest ends to a fucking show ever and At least a recent fucking memory for me. But uh, yeah, City versus Gage Lawler. What were your thoughts on this, Daisy?
2: Oh, man, it was great. It was another big, violent fucking mess. I love it. I love that shit, man. I love fucking light tubes and blood and fucking just uh, all of it's just the best. It's just so fucking good. It's, you know, there's a bunch of different things that people love in wrestling. I like comedy wrestling and insane violence. And boy, did this deliver on insane violence. And, uh, oh man, I just, I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. And Tom Lawler, really, for a guy who hasn't done a lot of that kind of shit, boy, did he seem right at home.
1: Fuck yeah. Lot, and this is, this was the moment of the night, like, um, all the fucking weapons came out. Uh, a lot of fucking, the rest, of, I should say, the rest of the light, too. One thing we forgot to match, mention from the match before, uh, what was it? Alfonso brought a fucking uh, box, a box of light box. tubes. Yeah, box of light tubes, and everybody got hit by a light tube. Even done. Well, he didn't get hit, but he got to hit somebody with a fucking light tube, like uh, with some justice. But it was fucking crazy, fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah, man, it's great. Uh, there were, and I think uh, Caden had said he brought thirty light tubes for the show. So yeah over the course of that that afternoon we watched thirty light tubes go off uh ah man, it was great. This whole thing was good How about you
0: butters oh man uh so when uh josh came out uh i i fist bumped him mm-hmm. i instantly i regretted it momentarily uh he uh he's got that down pretty well um <laughs> another thing he uh was getting carved up with a light tube and i watched gage actually stick him with it and then just blood spray out of his head
2: yeah Um, how good's
0: that i'll never fucking forget that like i've never seen that live in person i've seen it on you know on tv plenty sure but in live like that just uh wow that was insane to see live um it was a really crazy match um yeah, it was it was good stuff. Uh Barkley putting uh gauge through the light tube door was uh insane. Um I didn't see that happening. Uh it was just yeah. Tom uh Waller brought it. It was really good. Boy Wes got thrown
2: around a whole lot. Like he got tossed <laughs> over the rail into me. Uh he fucking got thrown into the guardrail at the end. Like Nick Gage just kinda had his way with him for a while.
0: Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of that him throwing him into the guardrail at the end was uh, due to the Barkley Nation. So yeah. he ate, he ate that fucking guardrail too. That was that was rough to see happen. Oof. Yeah, you went right into my elbow earlier. <laughs> yeah, it tried to move. Was,
1: it was filthy Tom Lawler and Nick Gage, one after master plaster onto a bottle cap army guy board.
2: That thing looked like it didn't feel
1: good. No. I got an a up-close picture of it from uh, before the match started, yeah, that... Uh, whether the... Uh, see, uh, the Army Men part might not be as bad, but the fucking razor-sharp like, bottle caps are... Obviously, look at uh, Zach Thomas's back of how, how those are. And the, there even was, too, one of those... Uh, not necessarily a bat, but it was bottle caps all over some sort of, like, stick...
2: Uh, wasn't there uh, another one of those fucking like water jugs with a stick in it with the
0: fucking bottle caps all over it? Was there one of those? Is
1: that Was that this match? I, I
0: remember know. there being the water jug and I believe Gage was beating the hell out of uh, somebody with it outside.
1: I couldn't remember if it, I remember seeing Gage with it or Mance with it but, but I could see, picture one of them using it and I couldn't figure out which one but I think it was Gage.
2: Some of that stuff blurs together for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. As as substances blend as the day goes on, and <laughs> memory being what it is, <clears throat> I uh sometimes lose track of specific weapon spots in certain matches, but I I recall there being something like that. So let's get into post-match.
1: Barkley Nation pissed off about this loss. I actually start throwing beer... At filthy Tom Lawler and Nick Gage, one of which kind of like grazed Filthy, or just went right over him, and I caught it one handed and and gave the gave the rest to to Filthy, and then oh my God, uh, a f- damn fight broke out.
2: So look, I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this as a rational human being, and I understand that maybe not everybody was thinking rationally at that point, but I just want you to think about this. There are 300 paying customers in that place and then probably another uh, 40 people working the show, right? So 340 people. Out of the 340 people who are there, you decide to start shit with the genuinely most dangerous dude that's there, a man who has been paid to beat people up inside of a cage and is well-trained at doing it, was pretty successful, and another man who's a convicted felon. Um so the two of what are probably the three or four most dangerous dudes in the whole fucking place that's who you decide to start shit with boy that's just not smart like that doesn't that doesn't speak to an intelligence level uh I, boy dumb 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 dumb
1: and i even seen Wes's brother start shit with somebody on the other side of the ring with him like wanting to get into a fight and i'm like what the f-? fuck like it was one thing of like uh aha you know you know fuck west fuck west fuck west but once i saw him do that i'm like whoa dude like let's just calm the fuck down and i think that was right before the filthy thing
2: and and i didn't i didn't really see the whole thing go down i mean i kind of heard secondhand about a lot of it because i had started to go inside already because like shit was over and i was like ah, i'm gonna go grab a seat inside get a drink uh Mm -hmm. So I didn't really see the whole shit go down. I kind of more heard about it. Like I could hear kind of the, I was talking to weird body for a second and I could kind of hear the, the scuffle going on behind me, but I didn't really, I didn't get like an up close look at everything that went down.
0: I know that my friend got hit in the face with one of the beers that was thrown, um, that completely missed Tom and just hit him like in the side of the head, uh, as we were dodging them. That was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I I would, I, the last two people I'd ever pick a fight with would probably be the, the team that won the match. So I don't know what kind of uh, critical thinking was, was happening at that point, but
2: there was none. And you know, the other, <laughs> the, the dumbest part of the whole thing is Tom Lawler's one of the also while he's the most dangerous dude at the fucking show. He's also like the fucking nicest dude at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, So yet another reason for him not to be the guy to start shit with because he can fucking hurt you very badly and he's a really nice guy. Uh just dumb. Dumb shit. But you know, that's everybody was young at some point. Some of, some some of you still are young. Uh and you know, you know a long day of drinking can affect your judgment in ways. And sometimes you got to learn a really really hard lesson. And I mean <laughs> They were, from what I heard, real close to learning a hard lesson. Like, if some folks hadn't intervened, someone would have learned a, a lifelong lesson that day. Yeah,
1: when that shit went down, like, f- like you saw pretty much the AIW crew, wrestlers and non-wrestlers, like, scramble to, like, stop this shit. Because Filthy definitely looked like if we nobody stopped him, he would have kicked the dude's ass and i'm not even sure which one it was i just saw filthy fucking dart towards all those motherfuckers and i'm like well one of here dead
2: well yeah and you know what man it's fun like we've watched like eddie fuck with them before and stuff and fun is fun and those dudes have a little bit of fun with with barkley's little crew of dudes and the the dudes who are there to support barkley i don't know that they're technically his dudes a lot of them uh but uh, yeah man I, look man life is there to teach you some lessons. And if 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 that's the approach they keep having, eventually life is going to teach them a hard lesson. Maybe not even at an AIW show, but if that's the way they roll around, boy, they're going to fucking cross the wrong dude at the wrong place one night and end up not able to talk for a few months.
1: Yeah, this is, I mean, this is obviously not the first time something's happened, like you mentioned with Eddie. There was even a show that even I was almost tempted of, like not necessarily fighting, but like uh, confronting one of them. And that's when Steve guy pulled me aside and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to fight. He's like, no, go back to your fucking seat. I'm like, dude, it's fine. He's like, no, go back to your fucking seat. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I, I kind of witnessed that just from the part of watching, like, which I know to be Wes's brother. Cause they, you could tell they fucking look alike, like almost wanting to start a fight with a dude on the other side of the ring. And that's not even counting everything with, with filthy. So like, like is is it just that time of the year where this shit happens and then you know once we get back to the winter months and everything you know like his fans aren't gonna care as much like what, what the fuck
2: oh man the show's a big party right mm-hmm. so you also had a lot longer day of people drinking i realized mm-hmm. that the show the show itself wasn't really any longer than what a normal aiw show would be uh but the intensity of the drinking was definitely different ragers mm-hmm. just a different atmosphere so it's very it's very easy to understand why you know the ship popped off like this if you think about the other times shit's popped off it's been at, at rager it's been at uh tequila jacks uh when there were shows there there was you know a time when not nothing like this but um, you know, it was never at, like the normal shows. Like you don't see this shit at the Odeon or at that volleyball cavern or the fucking uh that cat pee smelling place. Uh like <laughs> like I miss this the
1: volleyball cavern.
2: It didn't happen there. There was there was a thing at the Winchester and I know you keep sam Wes's brother, like I genuinely don't know who who anybody's family is and I wouldn't want to Uh, put something on somebody that it's it's not them even if the dude looks like him but uh, you know just you know whatever word to the wise don't start shit with the wrestlers on the show it's just it's dumb it's a a dumb fucking move and you know I'm I'm glad that it was broken up for the sake of whoever it was who was dumb enough to start shit with Tom Lawler and for Mm -hmm. Tom because he doesn't need to deal with and whatever would come out of him really hurting some dumb fucking kid.
1: All right, any final thoughts on Russell Rager as a whole? Start with Charlie.
0: Uh for my first Russell Rager, it was uh, everything that I heard it would be and more and uh I can't wait to do it again next year.
2: Be you, Stacy. Man, Russell Rager every year it's just the best. It's just the best AIW show. If you live elsewhere, and you listen to this podcast, and you're trying to think of AIW shows that you want to come to, that you want to travel in for. My recommendation would always, always be Absolution, Hell on Earth, and Wrestle Rage, uh, and Holy Fuck Wrestle Rage. And also, you know, we kind of glossed over. We talked about uh, Raven doing the the Q and A. But there were bands as well. Uh, Papa Pepperoni's band in Rome with Flowers played. uh, And a really weird band with like a little space girl and a kid with a very on-purpose mullet. And another gentleman that seemed to have a much less on-purpose mullet. Uh, They played some weird music. And then there was some sort of faux black metal band uh, that played. Uh, and then Ratfucker Worldwide's band played, which I unfortunately had to leave before they played. But there were, you know, there was entertainment after the show. Like this year at Rager, everything stayed at class. You know, it it just kept going after the show was over. And, uh, you know, people were hanging out out back and everybody was kind of intermingling. And it was it was good. It was a it was a good time. It was a big party. And boy, I can't wait for next year. I've already started counting down the fucking days. I think that was uh, beautifully put. See, Charlie, why didn't you say all that? I gave
0: you <laughs> <name>. <laughs>
2: yeah you got to go first i didn't even steal it all from you ah.
0: <laughs> of course you know when i get put on the spot that i can't remember anything either so you know make up all the excuses <laughs> it wrestle
1: rager was it was a very fun show and uh for those who did the the part i don't want to say a part two but like the next day old wrestling was, was also fun i will throw out uh because it's actually done i do try not to talk about things unless they've actually happened when it comes to like interviews but we do have a Danhausen interview coming up really soon on the show and I also got which this will either be a a random bonus episode or it'll be at the end of the Danhausen episode is I also got five five questions with Space Monkey and the true story is I got uh uh permission you to say yeah, i spoke with both space monkey and dan Housen about getting uh these done at the show actually before that uh symbol monkey versus dan Housen was going to be sponsored by wrestling cheers and i was and i didn't i didn't get to pick i didn't i could have picked the match but uh old wrestling picked it for me and i was really happy of all matches to pick and uh had a fun conversation with Dan Housen and Space Monkey too for brief as we could, but still, it's uh, it was very much fun. If you get a chance to check out Old Wrestling, check them out. Extravaganza was just as good as it is every other year. All right, any uh, final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go start with Charlie?
0: Uh, yeah, you can check me out on uh, Twitter at uh, Charlie underscore Butters. That's C-H-A-R-L-Y underscore Butters. Uh, I also have a podcast, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling. And you can check us out on Twitter as well as not, at Not Ready, the number 4PTW. Um, yeah, that, that's about it.
2: How about you, Stacey? Ah, I have a podcast called Super Fantastic. A new episode went up last week. Uh, me talking to my friend Trevor Charity. We talk about all kinds of shit. We talk about like Bigfoot and ghosts and uh, how he was on set for a Transformers movie. And I find out things about Megan Fox's Anatomy I had no clue about. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a it's a show, man. Um so check that out you can listen to the super fantastic podcast wherever you get your podcasts uh Apple Google Spotify all those joints uh there is going to be a new episode in the next week of the super fantastic podcast which is a subset of that podcast with me and young ed from Pod Van Dam uh where we tell the story of Chris Chan uh yes. it it is just part of super fantastic. You don't have to look something else up. It's just a, a super fantastic episode, but it's specifically for that. Uh, it is super fantastic podcast on Instagram, uh, super fantastic on Twitter, um, and I never plug it, uh, but I am at Stacy Silvers on Twitter as well. If you want to follow my personal, I tweet from there a little more often than I do the actual podcast Twitter.
1: And also SS Silvers or s Silvers, I should say, on Instagram.
2: Oh, yeah, that is what my Instagram <laughs> is. You, you're right. Thanks. Thanks, Justin.
1: <laughs> Whenever I have to put in like the everybody's like handles on Instagram, I do like change it. And like yours is one of the few that I have to change. but it's I mean, it's Stacy Silver's to s Silver, so it's it's not a huge deal, but it's something like because I've had the, I've done it, I've I now know.
2: Funny story about that, I had a guy once send me a message uh, on Instagram uh, asking me if I was a Nazi, because my fucking Instagram name started with SS, and I was like, no, stranger, uh, that's my first initial and my last name, Pex.
0: Wow. Yeah that's how you troll for nazi friends on the internet apparently i
2: I guess i guess that's how the nazi social network works it's like oh that dude looks nazi-ish i will uh let me find out if he's a piece of shit are you a piece of shit no i'm not a piece of shit okay well i'll move on then
1: (laughs) anyway You can find myself at HeavySet330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Resting Cheers, Twitter.com slash Resting Cheers, Instagram.com slash Resting Cheers, and Resting Cheers at Gmail.com if you choose to email us. You you can find us on. uh Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Tune in, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Wrestling Please rate, review, and subscribe. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movie, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The Indie Cast, Center Stage, Sobros Network uxwa today big gold belt podcast the co-host wrestling show spotlight series i got your five star and not ready for primetime wrestling and check out our other non-podcasting friends such as thrift store jobber the savage dash powerslam.tv use wrestling cheers all one word and get your first month free ringside shot photography sickening pictures stay tough smoking jay's barbecue wrestle void midwest territory southern underground pro and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're drinking Mad Dog. Later. making your way in the world today takes everything you got Taking a break Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows
2: your name And you're only glad you came I'll the what you can say, Rooms are all the same